0: You're listening to Rooted and Overflowing. Welcome to this episode of Rooted and Overflowing. In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verse 27, Jesus says these words, Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their own clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. In this discourse, Jesus highlights the high level of attention God gave to designing a beautiful flower, in this case the lily. As it is rooted in the soil, watered by the rain, and warmed by the sun, It grows and displays its natural beauty, which cannot be compared to that of a king in his most kingly attire. Alicia Renee is the founder of The Confident Lily, where she ministers to and coaches women to heal through brokenness and gain confidence to live a prosperous life. Listen in on our conversation right now. Alicia, welcome to Rooted and Overflowing. Hello. And thank you. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you here. This is a great opportunity to share with another sister in in trusted Women. Yes, that group
1: has been amazing.
0: Oh, yes, it really has. You stand out as someone who excels at many things. You remind me of several women that I know Um, you're just able to take what the Lord puts in front of you and run with it. There's nothing like being a doer of the word.
1: (laughs) That I can't say. I am a doer. Now, I do not always (laughs) like doing all the things, but I do it with a
0: smile on my face and God bless us. Amen. So with that, I know one of the main things that you do, and this is in addition to being an author, a speaker, a life coach, um, an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. um, you do many things. You serve in ministry. I would like for you to share with us first, about a Confident Lily.
1: Yes. Um, so the Confident Lily actually is, it's um, its my baby. It's a, a product that God has truly given me. It was his insight um, after I did some soul searching and kind of dived more into my purpose and found what it was that I wanted to gain more of, which was confidence and just being a proud leader and proud servant of God. Once I learned that and really started to dive into what it is that God has called me to to do and called me to be, then the Confident Lily was birthed.
0: And with that, you mentioned soul searching. So Mm -hmm. when we get to a point where we are soul searching, that means that there's been a journey. There is a story. (laughs) It's a story. (laughs) It's a story. It's a story. Well, please share with us, what is your story and how did it bring you to where you are today?
1: Yes. Well, I will start by saying that I am a PK, a preacher's kid, so I grew up in church and got saved at a very young age, um, I believe at the age of 14, Um, but of course, you know, grew up and, you know, became a, a young lady, went off to college and became, you know, independent, lived life, and um then God had to kind of give me some bumps and bruises because uh-huh. I needed to gain some muscle strength.
0: Oh, <laughs> you yes. Everything's oh, been yes. nice and
1: cozy and rainbows and flowers, but uh, that's not reality, honey.
0: Uh-huh. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> he brought me through many things. I got married um, and shortly after I had gotten married, I started to experience some toxicity in my relationship. I birthed a beautiful son my first time being a mother and at the age of three found out that he had autism. So I was rocked by that and Question God about the why, you know, why would he do this to such a beautiful person? Why would he do this to me? Because I have no patience. Um, (laughs) But over the years, God has tremendously blessed. And I understand the why, because he wanted not only my son to be a testimony, but for me to be able to share my testimony with others as well. Um, So I I mentioned relationships and just having some troubling relationships and still trying to find my happily ever after believing in the uh, ordination of marriage um, because I've seen it done. Um, I've seen it be happy. um, And I know that that's what God um, has for us. And so searching for that and thinking that I found the right one but overlooking many red flags. So my journey really came to surface in 2020. Okay. And as everyone knows, 2020 was a heck of a year.
0: Oh yes.
1: <laughs> uh, but mine started um shortly before um the end of 2019. I separated from my husband, and then I decided to make a huge leap of faith. And my son and I moved 10 hours away from my hometown, and we moved to the south. And it was an area that I'd wanted to move to before because of just the weather, proximity, and just the dream that I had always had. But I thought I would go with my ex-husband as well. So when the opportunity surfaced, it literally came from God. You know, job opportunity just came out of nowhere. And I went to the job interview thinking, oh, I'll just try it out. And they were like, yep, we want to hire you. And I'm, awesome. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, really, God? Really? Is this what's going on right now? This is what we're doing Um so I accepted that I was going and I believed that this was the purpose for me, but I kicked and screamed a little bit. I did okay. um, because I was nervous, you know, that fear was starting to creep in. Didn't have any family or friends in the area, but I, I moved January, 2020. We did, we made the leap February, 2020, my divorce was final. Um, so went through a lot of grief and just, you know, Sadness with that because I I did love my ex and just yeah. couldn't understand the why. Uh-huh. What could I have done differently? Why um, did God have to allow this to happen to me? Then of course March 2020 and the quarantines happened, COVID, and I am just sitting along with myself, with myself and my son, and just kind of thinking. What do we do now? You know, we don't know anyone here. We can't really go anywhere. Lord, did I make a mistake? You know, show me what I'm supposed to do. So I did go back to visit family for about a month. And then God just kind of said, You need to go back to North Carolina and we need to give North Carolina a chance. And there's some soul searching that you need to do while you're there. Went back and began to really pray began to write down and journal all of my thoughts, all of the hurts that I'd gone through. I journaled all of that. I journaled my goals and really began to manifest um, and have faith that God would show me my purpose. He would allow me to know if I'm making the right um, moves and he would direct my path. And as I began to do that journaling and start digging through the scriptures and finding things to boost my self-esteem, to allow me to know my worth, my worth, not only um, in Christ, but on this earthly, this world that we live in. And um, he revealed all of that. And I started looking and I realized I have a book, right? <laughs> and I hadn't, i known that I wanted to help women, you know, maybe about five years prior. And I thought I wanted to write a book, but at the time I was going through so much in my personal life that I felt like I was still evolving and going through, how can I encourage others? So it wasn't the right time for me at that time to pursue the ministry. But once I got quiet and still and patient. And I was able to really digest and listen to the word of God. And any thoughts that I had about my future or what I thought that I would do, I prayed and asked God to confirm it. And he did just that. He brought me to entrusted women. (laughs) He gave me other resources, you know, um, the people that I have met, the contacts that I now have, even socially. Wow. Um, I feel like my son and I are doing more than we were doing when we were back at home. So it just became evident to me that this is what God wanted me to do.
0: What sticks out to me is the muscle strength. <laughs> we want to jump out of our trials. We yes. want to jump <laughs> out of adverse circumstances. And sometimes we can, sometimes uh-huh. we can dodge And then we just have to wait for the next one. But you said a mouthful with that, sis, um, because that is exactly what our trials do. They do give us muscle strength. They help us so that we can stand, you know, when other things come, when the next Mm -hmm. trial comes, Mm -hmm. then we have a roadmap. We have something that we can fall back on and we know that we're just not going to fall apart. (laughs) Exactly.
1: I love that roadmap. Yes, because it's. You know, you've done it before. And so, you know, well, this is what I need to do when I start feeling broken and hopeless. This is what I need to do to move forward. You know, God has to give us that muscle um, strength so we can have that muscle memory next time we go through a similar issue.
0: That is so true. And, you know, when you mentioned about being quiet and still, with the pandemic, it was a lot of noise. Then with everything mm-hmm. else that was happening in the world, politics, social justice, it was really, really noisy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the same time, I think you and I both know we, know, we know ourselves and we know people who were really able to find the space to just be still yes. and, mm-hmm. and just listen to God. Mm -hmm. And draw closer to the Lord. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And um, how you talk about the power of community. Mm
1: -hmm. I love that
0: Mm -hmm. because I don't think we slow down enough to think about the social, just the social interaction.
1: That is so so important. important. It definitely is. You know, the enemy wants to keep us isolated. He wants to keep us isolated in our thoughts Uh and keep us trapped in this box of negativity that if others were to see it, they would be like, girl, get out of there. What are you doing? (laughs) But we want to stay there and stay isolated because we don't want others to see. It's almost like we kind of want to wallow in it a little bit, but God has given us community. There are people out there, um, like-minded individuals that we need to connect with. That's that's what we're here for.
0: That's right. Tell me about the community that you are building with the Confident mm-hmm. Lily.
1: So just a little bit about the flower itself. If you know anything about the Lily flower, it represents new life, rebirth, purity, There's various colors of the flowers and Uh they can stand from anything from prosperity to wealth to um, just love. And so I wanted women to be able to have that experience because whether we've gone through something traumatic in our life or it's just the everyday um, trials, you know, everyday tests. Of um, being a mother or being a woman, um, working in the workplace, we all go through something. And then there's times in our lives, different seasons where we may look in the mirror and really not recognize the person that we see. And so we need a little bit of inspiration. We need, um, you know, boost of self-esteem and we want to rebirth, you know, the new Alicia or whoever it is. We want to rebirth that person and reinvent ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that, doing that um, in various seasons of of our lives. So that's what I definitely wanted to do was to be able to reach women at um, various seasons of their lives. But what we all would have in common is that we want to be better, So my personal mission is to help women become unstuck and to stop putting their dreams on the back burner and begin to live a life of prosperity. And I most definitely want to reach those who have gotten a little worn and tired with the traditional religion. You know, there's so much talk these days about, well, I don't want to go to church or, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm open to this. And it's like, The Bible is still relevant in today's times. God is still on the throne. Yes. (laughs) Prayers still can be answered. There is salvation. There is victory. And I just want to let people know that you don't have to look a certain way, act a certain way to be saved and to believe and have God really there, have Him have that connection so that you can be prosperous in life.
0: Amen. Because this is certainly the one, if not the best time, This it's mm-hmm. always a good day to be saved. It is yes. always <laughs> a good day to call on the name of Jesus. And you're mm-hmm. right. He wants us to come, come as mm-hmm. we are. And so with that and the community, you're building a wonderful community of women with the Confident Lily. And When you talk about these stages, we hear Mm -hmm. about this, you know, the stages, different seasons and phases of life that women in particular experience, men experience different seasons as well, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but when we think about the seasons and stages of women, some of the things that you said is so common among us that you would think that we would know the answer and have the answer all the time. Yes. Because what I'm thinking of is when you said, sometimes we look in the mirror and it's just like, you know, who is this person? Yes. Uh I've done that. You know, we've we've done that. And you wonder Mm -hmm. how in the world have I gotten here? You know, Mm -hmm. how in the world have I just reached this place where some days, God, I don't, I just don't know. And to have... (laughs) (laughs) Have people like you and um, people who are in in the space of ministry, in the Mm -hmm. space of coaching women and helping women to get unstuck. Mm -hmm. What are some transformations that you have been able to witness in some of the women that you have worked with?
1: Yes. Um, so there's one in particular that really just makes me smile and I'm still working with her now. She's still a client. But when she came to me, she wasn't the person that reached out um, for coaching and she was very quiet and timid. And I, I have a rubric that I go through a list of questions and um, a few of the questions talk about confidence and how confident are you in this area of your life, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, I asked, you know, about their faith, you know, how comfortable they are discussing faith. So, and many of her answers pertaining to confidence were very low. And the one thing that I was immediately thinking was, God, I want to work with her. Regardless of, you know, what she can afford to do, I just personally want to work with her because she needs a booster. And there's something in there that's telling me, It's there. It can be pulled out, but she needs someone to listen and she needs to know that she is worthy and capable of being loved and giving love. So as we have evolved, her confidence is continuing to soar. She's feeling more assertive in talking to people on our job and even family members and letting them know how she feels instead of just taking, you know, whatever they say. She's feeling more confident to say, mm, I would prefer not to do that. Or can you tell me why? You know, yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. taking a stance and she's doing her own personal fast right now uh, for spiritual reasons. And I have just truly enjoyed, um, in the short time that I've been working with her, truly enjoyed seeing the transition. Yeah. And so you know, I have more things to come. I'm hoping to do some quarterly events where the women can get together and just have some social community. Okay. And I'm sure that she would love to be a part of it because she does want to be around other like-minded women who can inspire her as well. And so I'm just so thankful that I have been able to help her and that she was open to it because in the beginning, she was really nervous about it. And I could tell that she wasn't very trusty. And now I feel like we've gotten to a place where she trusts me. And she trusts my opinion. So I'm just thankful that God has given me that opportunity.
0: With A Confident Lily, I'd love for you to share, how is it set up? What is there a curriculum? How does it work?
1: Mm-hmm. So The Confident Lily is really an umbrella. So, of course, I do have a devotional, um, an adult coloring book to inspire women, journals. Um, so that's the print Um, I do some blogging as well and just try to inspire more people. Um, But also there's the coaching and um, speaking as well. So if you were to participate in my coaching, I do have different packages where we can focus on specific things or I can just kind of customize something uh, specific for that individual. But my goal is to um, definitely help to build confidence and empower them as well, but help them to achieve their goals. So I'm kind of there accountability partner, their confidence cheerleader on the side, um, making sure that they meet their goals. Um, But I do have workbooks um, for those that are in my coaching program, because my big thing is I don't want to just have these, these sessions where we're talking and you may gain something out of the sessions, but I want you to be able to make real change. And so we do go over many different exercises, we do some role plays. And even after our sessions are over, I will be following up (laughs) to make sure that you are still working on the things that we've talked about, because that's important. You know, changing habits and things that we've done for years and years, it's not an easy change, it's not an easy transition. And so, you know, some of these concepts are not going to be as easy as just flipping a light switch and boom, you're better. Um, So it's going to take some work. It's going to take some prayer. (laughs) So um, that's what I I like to do is to make sure that not only am I teaching and helping to change mindsets, but that we're actually, well, that I'm actually giving them material that they can use even after they're done seeing me um, to refresh their memory, practical tools that they can use going forward.
0: Excellent. And the matter of habits, we don't want to own our habits a lot of times, (laughs) but what are some recommended habits that we can get into to help um, just kind of jumpstart us Mm -hmm. towards accomplishing our goals?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, definitely I would recommend getting the thoughts and those aspirations out of your head Mm. and putting them down on paper. Because I always say goals that are not written down are just dreams. <laughs> and so you're going to continue to dream about it and dream about it. But until you put that down on paper and start to put some dates behind it, okay. you know, it's, it's, it's not going to go anywhere. Uh-huh. So from there, um, we want to get God's buy-in on it because we can want to do a bunch of different things. But if it is not um, of God, <laughs> if he does not approve, it's not going to go anywhere. So it's just like we're just hitting the brick wall. So I would definitely say pray on it. Um, be patient and get the answers that you need from God. Make sure you are checking each point off the list and say, OK, well, I feel like he's given me the lead way on this. And this oh. has come to pass. Um, but then just being diligent in working in whatever that goal is. Um, So if you have a goal to go back to school, you know, you can't just pray about it and believe that I'm going to get accepted and all is well. (laughs) You need to put some work behind it as well. So there may be some applications that you have to fill out. There may be some research that needs to be done, some essays that need to be written. You know, we have to do some work because faith without works is dead. Um, So, definitely, um, I would say those are your first steps. And then also believing, believing that it can come to pass. If it is God's will, it can and it will come to pass.
0: There is so much to that. And Mm -hmm. the name of your devotional is She Exudes. Tell us about that. So it is a Confidence Awakening devotional
1: and journal. And so What I did as I was going through my time of healing um, and overcoming grief was I really searched the Bible for various scriptures that had something to do with having faith, being an overcomer, building confidence, being prosperous, those types of things. And so I found, um, I came up with 25 and there there are many more in the Bible, but I came up with 25 and they touch on a variety of different topics. So one of them is entitled Hope for Those Who Have Never Been Loved the Right Way. So it talks about the agape love. And in the actual devotion, you know, I just bring some some words of wisdom and offer some practical tips on what you can do while you're in the waiting stage for that person to love you right and being able to cling to our father because he is going to love us more than anyone will be able to love us. And then lastly, loving yourself, you know, so bringing those practical tips. And then there's the scripture basis and there's an affirmation on for each devotion. So there's room for you to pray, uh, reflect, and um, journal. And then at the end, because I am helping people to build confidence, there's a confidence building tool as well.
0: Awesome. So you are really able to help women. You are really able to equip women to pursue their goals. Mm -hmm. and to pursue, just pursue life, the life that God has laid before them. And I'm sure that's rewarding.
1: Yes, it is. It is. It is so rewarding to see people get it. And you can see like the light bulb moments go off in their head, or just to know that I've helped someone with my story or something that I said, because like I said, I remember being broken. I remember how how horrible it feels to not feel like anybody understands you.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. My God. Yeah. <laughs> now, misunderstanding, that's big. Mm-hmm. Girl, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Tell us about what it is like in the first session that you have with someone. What are some of the first things that you say to them to help them in that moment?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, the, the very first session that someone would have with me is a discovery call and they're 30 minute sessions. They're free um, because they're information gathering sessions for me. And um, although that's not actually the coaching sessions, I find that people do have the aha moments, even in those sessions, because, you know, the questioning that I'm asking them, they are starting to think, Oh my gosh, you know, I I haven't accomplished everything that I want to or you know this situation did make a difference and now I, I've not been able to recover from that uh-huh. so we do begin to have some aha moments there but in the very first session I always start every program off with prayer and my um, my my thought with that is that I want to be able to speak to them, Whatever God has for me or for that person, I want them to be able to hear it. So I want to be able to have a connection. I don't want them to feel like, you know, this is all just textbook. I want them to feel that this is something that I'm trying to help you with. And I'm trying to get inspiration from God to help you with that. And I think it also makes people feel comfortable, too, Um, and feel like they can trust you more through that. So I start every program off with prayer and, you know, we have just a series of questions, um, things that they may want to talk about, but then I really kind of get into the meat of this is what we're focusing on here. Let's, let's role play. Do you understand what this is? I have a workbook for everyone and I do kind of customize things based on what I've learned through their discovery session as well. But like I said, I really want to help that individual. And it may not just be one or two sessions. And so I encourage them to just be open and to just allow us to work through the process.
0: What I'm also hearing is that it's not even in the beginning so much what you say, but what you're helping them to discover.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. That's something that we don't expect when we're in an unsure situation. But um, you being right there at those moments to help people discover that they actually have, you know, a kernel there, there's something that can be worked with, you know, all is not lost. Because I'm sure by the time people send you an inbox or send you an email or put in a call, they're at a broken place. They're at a mm-hmm. place where they feel hopeless. Mm-hmm. Again, very rewarding. And you have demonstrated that is a very rewarding yes. experience.
1: And that's part of the ministry part of it. Um, people don't realize that they're participating in my ministry. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they think they're just, you know, this is a business and I they're my client. But it is a ministry, and that's another reason why I pray because mm-hmm. I want them to know that I want to be directed by God. Um, and if you know, there's something that is being said that I am not just saying it. You know, it's because I see something in them and I really believe in them and I believe that they can push forward and overcome whatever it may be.
0: Awesome, Alicia, what do you have on the horizon? What's coming up next? And are there any resources that you have to share with Rooted and Overflowing listeners?
1: Yes, so I am in the process of doing some talks, um, bi-weekly talks, platform is called She Exudes Now, virtual mm-hmm. talks. And so my devotional is called She Exudes. So with She Exudes Now, I want to talk about practical everyday things and have experts come and join me as they feel like they're an expert in that particular topic. And we just want to talk. We want to mm-hmm. share this with the world. Um, so we'll be streaming live. So, of course, I'm going to tie whatever that subject is into faith. I got to sprinkle a little bit of Jesus everywhere (laughs) and everything that I do. Um, But it can be any um, topic ranging from maybe health and fitness, weight loss. Um, But I just want to encourage women and let them know that the things that we go through every day, other people are going through it. And so the same principles can be applied. So that will be starting next week. And so you can follow me on social media to find out more about that. But as far as free resources, I do have a mini ebook on my website. Mm -hmm. It is called um, Be Your Best Self, Five Steps to Gaining Your Personal Power. And so this will walk you through five steps, which include um, self-assessment, and really just assessing your environment and who you really are. Mm-hmm. And then there's a challenge associated with it as well. So you'll find me in that <laughs> download helping you to be accountable, um, but it is free. You just enter your um, email address and you'll have the book in your inbox.
0: Awesome. Well, I will have all of your links and information about the upcoming projects. I will most certainly have those in the show notes Mm -hmm. so that um, as people listen to the podcast, they're able to access them and um, reach out and connect with you online. Well, thank you so much. Keep up the great work.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I love this platform. And keep up the great work as well.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rooted and Overflowing. To listen on your favorite app, visit RootedAndOverflowing.com. When you're there, you can also click the About tab and gain access to resources that are designed to inspire you in your walk with Christ. When you rate and review the show on your favorite app, it helps me to make sure I'm sharing information that's helpful. So let me know how I'm doing and invite a friend to listen. Until next time, stay rooted in Christ and overflow with gratitude.